0: What's up, dudes? What's
1: up, dudes? What's up, dudes?
0: Back Talked at it. The, the 2023 fantasy football season. NFL season starts next Thursday.
1: Gotta love it. Insane. It felt like an eternity and also like it snuck up on us at the exact same time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I spent more time looking at fantasy news this offseason than ever before. Yeah, we'll but talk about that. <laughs> we shall, we shall. Um Top headlines of the off season, boys. I, I had my my baby. I had a, a baby boy named Micah. So Micah. And, uh, he's a he's a chunky beast. Ten pounds, <laughs> one ounce. He is the born.
2: third. He is the third
0: tank we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he is an absolute tank. We're talking we're, Keaton thighs here.
1: We're already grooming him as a potential co-host. If we ever need to fill in,
2: already. Right, yeah, he's ready oh, to go. Start him young. He's he'll, also he'll gonna take be over as soon as he's, he's like eight. It's gonna be a six foot eight offensive tackle. NFL for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the goal. And congrats to you, Braden. You got married a couple of weeks ago.
1: I'm it's you, life baby.
0: significantly different.
1: I'm off the market, everybody, so don't try anything. But no. <laughs>
0: yeah, we got a lot of lot of uh female listeners here. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of followers <laughs> coming after Braden. Don't
1: try anything to Dynasty League or, or just give some. don't be giving me some
0: um and garrett you're starting a new job in a week or so after being at your last job for like six years not as high scale but uh
2: i'm ready for it let's go it's gonna be fun you'll
0: be working with your brother fully remote brothers you're gonna you're gonna spend way too much time on fantasy i'm very nervous these next couple years it's just
2: yeah yep this could get dangerous for the league here This this is this is a big upgrade for my uh fantasy managing ability
0: Absolutely so, could. Um, last thing I wanted to highlight on here, I guess uh, we to, we can cover other things in the headlines, but I uh, wanted to give a shout out to uh, Storm, aka Dr. Piss. He's been on the podcast before. Uh, he drove all the way from Fargo, North Dakota to Moorhead, Minnesota to eat an extra a... large M&M Blizzard.
2: That is a tough eight mile drive. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs>
1: what a
0: legend. Um, yeah, he is an absolute animal. He ate it in front of children. Um <laughs> just but uh good for him for for coming through doing the punishment
2: way to go storm before we get too far along here zach um i don't know if it was our last episode or the episode before uh but the last time we talked you said that you were ready to lose the next couple of seasons now that you have a kid and you just wouldn't have time anymore to look at fantasy how how's that been going for you in the initial off season with the newborn?
0: Okay. I did all of my fantasy work before he was born because since he's been born zero best ball drafts, I'm getting like three to five hours of sleep a night. Um glad I put in the work in the off season so that I can kind of coast through now. But, uh, you know, I'm. Yeah, if I lose some leagues, it's not. It's not as big a deal. You know, life. My my eyes in life have opened up. There's bigger things in the world than fantasy football. Uh, but but fantasy football championships are forever. So you know, I'm not going to stop trying here.
2: <laughs> That's what we like to hear. We got to keep the competitor there. Absolutely. That's so named for it. yes, he's going just as hard as coy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm always lurking. Um. <laughs> Well, uh, since this is our preseason episode, uh, just wanted to let people know what we got going on this year, some changes to the pod. Um, we're pretty much going to be fully remote this year. I know we started the podcast a couple years ago thinking we had a, a full podcast studio move that we were going to move into at Garrett's <laughs> office. That never happened. And I also no longer
2: work there. That, uh, that option's yep. kind of gone,
0: but, <laughs> but um, got started. it's going to make it easier to have guests on. Um, so that's going to be nice. Um, but we aren't probably going to have guests every week like we did last year. Uh, it can be tough to schedule the trash talk. It's always fun. If people want to come on, we'll have them on, but you can stick around for more than just talking trash. You know, you can, you can do some, some weekly picks with us, some dank flex plays, you know, we're bringing those things back. Um, and, and I mean, speaking of that, we, we do want to spend maybe a little bit more time talking uh, trade value uh, our who's higher segment. Uh, figuring out the value of different players, kind of get that week to week update on on uh, different risers and fallers in fantasy football. I was thinking we might want to expand our dank flex plays because we did pretty good last year. I mean,
2: absolutely. I, um, I, I thought the flex plays were one of the one of the best things we had to offer.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's one of my favorite segments. So um, if if we ended up moving that to six, seven, eight picks a week um I'm, I'm cool with that too
1: i'm excited mean we're gonna be keeping extra dang flex plays all year
2: um, um moving to camp hype our first segment yeah let's do it all right so off season coming to an end for the last month we've gotten no real football i mean we had the preseason but it's not real football and we've just got to hear about these names for six straight weeks. All the guys coming up with their camp hype. Who's who's real and
0: who's not? And first we've got Calvin Ridley. Dude, his value has gone way up this offseason. He was he was bottomed out when he was on his two year hiatus and now Dude, I was through the roof.
2: I was considering second round picks for him in Dynasty. I mean, I wasn't that strongly, but I I held the whole time and I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it.
0: It looks like it's going to pay off. Um, do you guys believe it? Yes or no? Yes.
2: Yeah, I do. It's it
1: early on. I didn't. And there's a lot of options there and I thought, you know, is he really there, but there all the hype is there. And he's just been playing. He, he looks so good that I just, I'm buying it for sure,
0: but it's still risky. I am not. I do believe that he's going to be great, but I don't believe it so much that he's going to end up on, on my team, probably. I just think other people have believed the hype more than me.
2: All right, S- similar ADP, maybe 10, 15 picks lower, but not that far off. Uh, DJ Moore.
0: Another big hype. The Bears fans you to love him.
2: Yeah, I'll say, as the
1: one that called him maybe a wide receiver three last, you know, last pod, um, I'm a little less doom and gloom uh i think you know he's showing out really well and it could be just hyper focused on him and fields could take a step up so another risky one kind of like Calvin ridley but at the same time the upside's worth it where i think you can take the shot because he's got the talent
0: so you buy the hype are you drafting him or is his adp too high
1: i think it's right about i think it's right i think it's pretty fair
2: i I'm probably not at his ADP, but I'm pretty damn close. I, I Any draft could uh, change my mind.
0: Yeah, I think I might be the highest of the three on us. And that's crazy because DJ Moore, again, is Braden's favorite player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, Camperizer, uh, Camp Hype, Brandon Ayuk. You know what? I think we just uh, put
2: Ayuk, Pickens, Dotson all together.
0: All in one group? Love it. I, I Ayuk, it. Pickens, Dotson. All right, well,
1: I'd say no to Ayuk, no to Pickens, yes to Dotson.
2: Garrett? I am
0: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Garrett <laughs> yes. loves camp hype. He's getting these guys. Uh, I think I got to say no to Iuk. His ADP is still juicy, but no to Iuk, yes to Pickens, yes to Dotson.
2: I like this one a lot. I, I didn't have a great take on him earlier in the year, but Darren Waller.
0: he's just gotten too much hype. The price is too high. He's, he's not in tight end three or four for me. Um, I don't believe it. I'm out.
1: I mean, the only thing for me is injury, but I think his strengths play to to Daniel Jones strengths. He likes to throw it short and it works well. And obviously we know Waller's a beast. So as long as he stays healthy, I think he's gonna be really good.
2: I'm, I'm a yes at his like maybe current ADP. Uh, but by the time we draft in five days, I think I might be a no. um <laughs> I think it's just I think it's it's going really high right now. Or he's probably tight end five. but I don't think he is.
0: If if yeah, that's I mean he's I think he's going as tight end four now right before the season.
2: Yeah, yeah, r- r- right, right.
0: After and so uh, if you miss out uh, on yeah. the top two, are you guys getting Waller on your team? Yes or no? No. Yeah, I take him. You know. It I'm, just kind I of depends
1: guess. on what falls, but i take it. I
0: think I'm out, but um, I, yeah, that's the camp pipe. I mean, uh, three other guys that we had listed here, not as, as insane. Sam Howell, James Cook, Javante Williams. Give me some yes or no's, and I think they're going to overperform their, their ADP this year. Uh, no. Yes, yes. Okay. No for Howell, yes for Cook, yes for Javante. Braden?
1: I say yes for sure for Howell because he has nowhere to go but up. Uh, James Cook, I think he will, but just a little bit. I don't think he's going to be like a league winner or anything. And then Javante, I think he'll be a little bit, but you know, I'm not thinking he's going to be a league winner or anything either.
0: I'm, I'm more in line with Braden. Yes for Sam Howell. Um, I guess I will say yes for James Cook and no for Javante Williams, but again, probably not league winners uh, for any of those three. Yeah. Um, that's our, our kind of camp hook, camp hype, you believe it. Um, we got another fun little, little thing here, maybe a little contest amongst the pod, but, uh, there's three really nasty wide receiver groups that we highlighted here that we wanted to pick one at ADP for and redraft. And, uh, and so I think I'm just gonna list off these teams and their wide receivers and you guys tell me which one you want at ADP. Sound good. Yep. <laughs> All right. We got the, the chiefs up first. They've got Kadarius Tony, Marquez Velde Scantling, Sky Moore, Rashi Rice, Justin Ross, Richie James. What uh what what Chiefs wide receiver do you want at ADP?
2: At current ADP, I'm taking Tony.
0: Ooh, I like it.
2: Uh
1: I'm gonna take Sky Moore. He just seems like the most sure thing right now with actually some upside. MBS is sure, but he has no upside, it seems like.
0: <laughs> um I really didn't want to pick Sky Moore, and his his ADP has really gone up. Um, so I guess to overperform their, their ADP, I'll go MVS. I'll pick Marquez. Interesting. All right, I like it. How All about, right, next. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, next we got the Giants. <laughs> Another disgusting wide receiver room. <laughs> uh, their top guys, Darius Slayton, uh, Wandale Robinson, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard. Which guy do you think is gonna <laughs> overperform ADP the most?
1: I can leave this one off. I got an idea. I like uh I would say Wandale if he was healthy, like fully healthy, but since he's coming off the ACL, Isaiah Hodgins for me, just because he's the only guy that's that size that plays X. All these other guys are little short slot guys overall.
0: Garrett?
2: Um I wanted to say the same thing, but just for fun, I'm
0: going Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> hey, Ooh, the Let's yeah. go. Um, I think I'm gonna go with one of the two injured players who's always injured, but when they play, they score a lot. So it's either Wandale or Shepard. I'm gonna go Wandale, second-year wide receiver.
1: Oh, but shout out to Shepard. I love that that man. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. Healthy. It's
0: one of those two. If if one of them can play 17 games, they're gonna <laughs> go be such a beast. <sighs> um, last but not least, the New England Patriots at ADP. Who you got between Juju Smith-Schuster, Devonte Parker, Tyquan <laughs> Thornton, Kendrick yeah. Bourne, uh, Booty Duty, and uh, Demario Douglas, Kayshawn Booty? But he's <laughs> he stinks. Holy um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, <laughs> I'm
2: picking Kendrick Bourne. Whoa. Yep. He's getting some hype.
1: Okay.
0: I'll. Oh, God.
1: Okay. Um. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say DeMario Douglas, even though I don't think he's going to be amazing, but I think he's going to be, you know, kind of oh, like uh, That's Kobe what we're Myers looking for this year, maybe potentially.
2: All I can possibly say is it's absolutely not going to be Devontae Parker. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. Probably the wide
0: receiver one. <laughs> yeah, he got the big extension this offseason. <laughs>
2: it's the dumbest extension of all time. It's so nasty. True. So nasty. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm going to go Taekwon. <laughs> Taekwon? Oh my God. No one picks Juju or Devonte. No. Taekwon no just bit.
2: got put on IR, too.
0: Yeah, Garrett. He's out <laughs> the first four weeks.
2: Guys, what? He's calling and so a shot. Garrett,
0: <laughs> Garrett, you're stuck with it. you got to do the research, <laughs> son. Fine. This is a fantasy football podcast. That's fine. Um, oh, Low stakes here. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to touch on in the offseason. There was some some contract situations that really went deep into uh, the preseason. And a couple got resolutions. Saquon and Josh Jacobs. Uh, owners can take a, a sigh of relief. They're going to be stud running backs again this year. And uh, today, TJ Hawkinson signed long-term with the Vikes. Ends That's his hot. mini holdout. Pretty pumped about that. Um, but what do you guys think about Jonathan Taylor? He's out the first four weeks. He wants to be traded. He wants a new contract. Uh, is he going to stay on the Colts all year? Is he going to play this year? Is he going to get traded? What are you guys' thoughts?
1: This is a terrible situation, and I just feel bad for everyone involved, especially in Dynasty. It's an insanity, but I, I don't know. I mean, this could play out in a million ways. It could be four games he plays because he's like, this is great for our next contract, or he could totally sit out the whole season. We'll see, but it's just terrible in general. I have a very you don't like the volatility of what it could turn into, you know, it could be really bad. It could really screw you over. Kind of like Le'Veon Bell back in the day. Couldn't yeah. Be more. We did there. a
0: draft last night and Jonathan Taylor went at pick 62. <clears throat> and yeah. I mean, he's, he's been a lock in the top 25, you know, usually top 10 or 15 all off season. Um, and you know, if he would have got traded to the dolphins, he's a first round pick. And now he's just out four games. No one wants to trade for him at the, the value. He's going in the sixth, seventh round now, right before the season starts. Um Big yikes. it's it's a buy low in dynasty for sure. But for a redraft this year, I got I got nothing. I I, I I wouldn't touch him with ten foot pole.
1: I, I was already I, fading him hard before this, just because of the situation in the offense, and then this on top of it, it's it's like a yeah
2: i was i was also fading super super hard um i'd consider in the eighth or ninth round um i'm I'm not considering earlier than that (laughs) (laughs) just can't do it just crazy
1: but it's like never underestimate a vindictive owner and a running back that's pissed off you know it's like jim ursa is kind of his own little breed too where he'll actually do some petty battles like this
0: now, I mean, he's got the highest upside of anyone going in the 5th, 6th, 7th round because he, he could absolutely win leagues if or when he comes back. But <clears throat> that said, it sounds like we're all out on him just with the recent news, which seems to change every week. Crazy. Um, hey, last contract situation, just kind of a quick hit, yes or no, are you worried? Justin Jefferson, is his contract going to get extended here this off season? Are you guys worried?
1: I'm not worried at all. Okay. Uh, just because of the recent news too that came out, because they were kind of saying like they're they think it's going to happen um, soon, but yeah, I think I think the way that they've been, t- you know, the, the body language, everything. I was more worried about Hawk than Jefferson.
0: Yeah, we got that one done. Probably freed up some space here. We don't know all the details, but. <clears throat> Garrett, you worried really? about JJ?
2: No, I was more worried about Hawk than JJ. Dude, JJ's
0: you can't let him walk.
2: You can't let him walk. He, he's he's the best receiver in the NFL. He's one of the best players in the NFL. It's like this guy he's doesn't the number come one around pick of very often. Football. Yeah, you, you, you take you take Justin Jefferson
0: and uh, the Vikings will do that. All right, I sure. love the calm amongst you boys. It's finally time. Let's get into our first who's higher of the season. Um, you know, normally this is going to be a week to week trade value. You know, you throw out a player and a couple names you might trade for him since it's the off season here. Um, you know, we could talk about these guys value in both redraft or dynasty. And for me, I'm probably looking more dynasty focused with the guy I wanted to bring up, but I need to figure out the value of Jamison Williams. Um, Braden and I each traded for him in different dynasty leagues this off season Um, His value is like a roller coaster. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. Uh, Right before the season, obviously, it seems like it's at a a low point. Um, Just he got injured and he's right before his six-game suspension starts. And so um, what what sort of value are you willing to give up to trade for Jameis Williams right now? Brayden? I, I know you like him more than Garrett, so I want Brayden to go first.
1: <laughs> for sure. And I can go into all the nuances. I can go into a whole long thing of why I think that he's going to be just fine when he gets back, um, as long as he's not injured. But I'll just say, you know, for me, I think right now it is kind of a scary situation because the, the vibes are so bad in general. Um, but also, I think, you know, besides you know, long story short, I think they're so invested in him. He's, he's too fast to not be a key part of the offense. As long as he's not hurt, he'll get an opportunity. But it's also hard to invest a lot with, you know, just what's going on around him. So, you know, I think a mid first is fair, but I think you can get them for a little less right now. Some people are just trying to get off of them completely. Um, so well, I'll say an offer that I got, actually, I got an offer Najee Harris Rashad Bateman for my 24 first and Jameson Williams. And I turned it down.
0: I probably would turn that down too. As a, turn that down. Just, yeah, that, that value of Najee and I guess Bateman, Bateman and, and, uh, and Jamison both have like tanked their value this off season, <laughs> <Sure. laughs> but uh, Garrett, what uh, what would you be willing to trade for Jamison right now? I, it sounds like Brayden was saying he would trade a late first.
2: Yeah, I I'm not quite there at a late first. Um, I I kind of thought about it this year. We had a discussion last night. Would I have traded Jonathan Mingo for him? Possibly. So I guess, yeah, that value, I suppose, is a late first. But we're talking about like 12, early 13, second, maybe 14. So I'm, I'm more of that early second place. Um, and I'd, I'd throw in a piece I didn't really care about either that deserves to be rostered. But
0: it would be pretty low. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as a Jameson owner, if someone offered me kind of that early to mid second plus another bench depth guy, I'd have to consider it. Um, I don't know what that other bench depth guy would be. Um, Trying to think off the top of my head.
2: I threw it last night, Nico. Nico Collins.
0: Sure. If it was like Nico and an early second in 24, or Nico and um, Jonathan Mingo, or Nico and Marvin Mims, I probably would would consider moving JMO. Mo. But I mean, but I I would still, I I feel like he's worth that late first that that Brayden brought up at the beginning, but I think I'm willing to take just barely less than that if, you know, the offer's right, fits my team.
1: For sure. Yeah, I think the upside's insane, but again, it's just, you know, some people, it's it's a scary situation to get into.
0: Absolutely is. Brayden, who did you want to bring up for who's ire? So
1: I wanted to talk about Traylon Burke specifically in redraft because we all know, you know, the second in the Tennessee offense uh, coming off that injury, but it looks like he's back practicing. So it wasn't as serious as I thought, but I don't know where to place this guy because he got the second year rookie breakout potential and he's obviously very talented, but then you have the low volume Titans offense and you got Hopkins and you, you know, you just don't know how it's going to go. So I just want your guys' take, like, how do you feel about Burks and redraft this year?
2: I'll start this one off um man he's on probably one of the lowest passing volume teams um and he's the number two in that offense if i just play assuming deandre hopkins is healthy all year i i don't like Treylon. i think i rate him as one of the bottom tier number two receivers on a team i mean he's over like houston and chiefs and giants and patriots and stuff like that but um yeah, I, I think he's going to be okay, but probably not worth his current value.
0: I, th- I think that Burks has a, sm- a small chance to be a league winner, but I'm out on him in redraft. Um, I was all in on Burks before DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, that hype was through the ceiling for me personally. Um, but with Hopkins there... And Tennessee being that run first team and never supporting a wide receiver two and hardly supporting a wide receiver one. um, I just, I can't own Traylon Burks unless he really falls and I'm like, you know what? Second year wide receiver, maybe he breaks out um, in this situation. That's going to be extremely tough to break out in. But I think in, in redraft at like at ADP I'm, I'm out on Burks. I don't even know what, like Antonio Gibson or Traylon Burks. I'd rather have Gibson.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that that's already like 20 spots later in ADP. Yeah.
1: Really? Oh, man, I thought he'd been dropping, but I guess that's crazy. Yeah, I would have thought he was dropping farther than that. So, yeah, for sure, I would take Gibson all day. That makes sense.
0: Um, okay, I lied. <laughs> Burks got drafted <laughs> after Gibson, but they were the exact same ADP in our draft last night. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they're both in that late 90s range gotcha
2: um i had uh written down travis etn in dynasty uh just with the news of tank bigsby coming out of camp i mean that's one of those camp hype guys um uh, but i don't know i i feel like his value is looking <laughs> like it might be going down slightly
0: um but i want to know what you guys think he's worth I am in the vast minority in still being a Travis etn truther. I love him. He's a buy low target for me in Dynasty. Garrett, I don't own any shares of him. You know, I might be giving away secrets here, but I would absolutely try to get etn in Dynasty because I think that this this hype for Tank Bigsby has gotten out of control. And uh we saw what ETN did last year and it was insane. It has the ability to go up. Um, and so yeah, I I think I, I've got a lot of shares of ETN in best ball this offseason. Just I think he's got that league winning upside. Um but no that's not where the consensus is at, which is you know great for me to see if I can try to buy low, but I don't know if if owners of him are selling low. Uh we do have an owner of him. I think in, in the she dynasty league on this podcast. So Braden, where do you value ETN and dynasty?
1: Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be lying. I would be lying if I wasn't saying it in like best ball and some of my drafts, I'm hedging and getting tank Bigsby if I miss out on ETN. And I do worry a little bit about the upside, not from play to play, but overall as finishing as an RB two or something like that, because it could be similar to a Kenneth Walker situation. I think of it a little lesser. So, but still it could be very similar where, Bigsby takes pass catching work, takes goal line work, and pretty soon you're between the the 20s home run hitter, which is great from week to week if they hit. But if not, you know, it just really caps that upside. But I am more bullish on ETN than Walker. I think ETN has more of a receiving profile. Um, I also think he's more talented than Hanks Bigsby, while I also think that Charbonnet is more talented than Tank Bigsby. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little concerned about his upside, but I still think he's going to be a great solid, you know, RB2 no matter what um it's just you know i want i want a league winner running back it's i'm not taking him really in redraft
0: what's an offer that you would accept to trade him in dynasty well would you do bruce
2: hall
1: Ooh, yeah probably actually probably would but um it's tough you know it's all roster construction right like if i had the the a bunch of extra running backs and i could just trade travis Etienne. i probably do it right now if people were bullish on him but since i really have naji and travis Etienne, it's harder to get rid of that unless i'm getting the running back i really like back so
0: that's kind let of an interesting
1: situation i'm in let,
0: let's say you're you're getting a downgrade at running back to jk dobbins what would you need with jk dobbins to move etn what what tight end or wide receiver package or picks package
1: it's a great question i mean i could always use rb depth i think i have enough wide receiver depth unless i can upgrade a position but really what i'd like to do is upgrade a quarterback but um i don't know let's uh you know we're gonna have to spit ball on this offline at some point here i think <laughs>
0: Okay, I mean, the point of this segment is to to make trades happen. Figure true. out that's where so, so, where well, values lie. Oh yeah,
1: you don't have J.K. Dobbins. That's right. No, okay, I, I thought don't. you were proposing uh, this I, trade. I, to I, me. I do have J.K. <laughs> Dobbins. So I'm, I'm
0: not proposing
2: this trade necessarily. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that would yeah, I could totally see you know if you're if people are really feeling bearish about about E.T.N. with the the Bigsby stuff, then yeah, I could see taking that for sure. What do you think, Garrett? Or was it yeah? What do you think, take yeah, Calvin
0: from? Ridley? And uh, J.K. for for E.T.N. straight up.
1: Oh yeah, I think so. I think that's okay. worth the shot.
0: I just I think that uh, Calvin Ridley he's aging up there. He's he's an old wide receiver. He's still on his rookie deal and he's turning twenty nine. That's true. That's the tough part. Twenty seven or twenty eight. What? I think was like 28. Yeah, he's like twenty eight. Yeah, he turns twenty nine in December. Okay. Yeah, and he's on the it. fifth year of his rookie deal. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. and and like like, like a
2: twenty-four-year-old is... t- uh, college wide receiver was just dominating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. No. No. no I bet.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Garrett, would you trade Calvin Ridley and J.K. Dobbins for Travis Etienne in Dynasty? In Dynasty,
2: I would strongly consider. All right. I'm look at that. Consider. We might have just it's, made a trade uh, happen. It, it's 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 quite <laughs> close. Okay. When I thought about
1: Dobbins, though, he's got one. This is his, his contract year, where at least Etienne has like at least two years left. So that's one consideration. But
0: anyways, exactly,
1: it's an interesting trade, though.
0: I'm not going to force either of you guys to make this trade tonight. I am ready to move on to our next segment. <laughs> Let's do force it a through
1: commission.
0: <laughs> um you know, this is the off season. We, we had a previous episode right before, after the NFL draft when you know, we made a, a best ball draft of all the rookies and, you know, obviously I still love my team. they probably going to destroy you too, but uh, I did want to check back in on all these rookies that we talked about and how you value them in, in redraft. I think maybe some of the higher profile ones and then maybe a sleeper that you, uh, that you would want in dynasty. Um, sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Are you targeting JSN in redraft? Yes.
1: Yeah. I like. Him. What
0: about Addison? Oh, I guess I, I would say for a JSN, I'm out. What about Jordan Addison? Yes.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'd take him probably over JSN this year. Now, potentially. I would
0: too. I agree. And so at his ADP, I'm, I'm in on Addison. Zay Flowers. I'm out.
1: I like him uh in redraft i like the other two guys better but i think you know the, you can't deny the buzz so yeah i'd probably take i'm gonna take a shot on him.
0: oh yeah i'm team zay for sure uh, z guys gotta stick together um <laughs> last uh top wide receiver for redraft quentin johnston you in or out last
2: pick of the draft why not
0: <clears throat> he's not going as the last pick
2: he's going in the hundreds that's fine one of your one of your last bench players.
0: Okay, yeah, you're right. I mean, I got him at one sixteen last night. So, yeah,
1: I think he's a great end of bench, high upside shot. That's very volatile. Like he could he could not even be start. Like Josh Palmer could be the wide receiver three for all we know. I doubt it, but
2: yeah, but if know. he's your second to last bench player that you draft, or third, even like, and you can drop him for somebody else is going to pop up. He's 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 a shot in the dark. You might as well throw your dart.
0: Sure. Always target rookie wide receivers and running backs. They all perform ADP. Um, I don't love Quentin Johnston for certain rosters, but if, if he's there at ADP and the upside's there, I'll, I'll, I'll I picked him. I picked him last night. Um, all right. Tell me one. I, I don't know if it's a sleeper guy for redraft or, or a guy that you target in dynasty of these kind of remaining wide receivers um, that you just are bullish on. Uh, we've got, Jonathan Mingo, Rashi Rice, Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, Tank Dell.
1: It's difficult. Where are you uh, in on? I might. I might name a guy that's not on this list here. Oh, actually, oh, um, he's actually in a lot of waiver wires and dynasty in general. But um, I think a guy that's going to get an opportunity is Michael Wilson. Um, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be any kind of league winner or anything. I mean, that offense. I mean, you saw what they did with quarterback this last week, but he's a starting receiver starting x as a rookie he has a chance to totally be a solid wide receiver this year i like i said i don't think he's going to win any leagues but i think he's going to start getting buzzed pretty quickly just because he's actually playing (laughs)
2: love it i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the low-hanging fruit here i'm gonna go marvin mims jr yeah
0: um, in, are, do you like him in redraft, or you like him more in Dynasty?
2: I like him a lot more in redraft. I mean, with the injuries to uh, Judy right now, going to be out a few weeks, and then the other two... Is letters. he going to be out
0: a few weeks? It sounds like it. Um sounds like he might play week one.
2: If he plays week one, I think it's still the same thing about Mims. I think that you just jumped up two receivers, you're looking good in camp, I'm in.
0: Plus a hammy. Yeah, it's a hammy, and hammies, they go on all year, so... We know Mims all about that. Um, of these wide receivers, you know, I, I accidentally had Mims fall into my lap at the end of a second in uh, in a draft this year right before the Judy injury. So I was, I was pleased to see that, <clears throat> but, uh, I don't know, dynasty guys that I like maybe Jaden Reed. I think he could break out at some point this year for the Packers. I think that the hype for the Packers is out of control. People think they're going to be good. People are somehow taking them over the Vikings and the Lions to potentially win the North. And they are going to be so bad is nine. I think they're going to go. zero and six in the North this year. And I know divisional games are tough, but I just need to go off on this love for the Packers that has gotten out of control. That said, Jane Reed, that's my pick.
1: Hey, I like it. <laughs>
0: uh, um, Sorry, I try not to to get on any rants here. Let's move on You're to running. Ruffle of the backs.
1: Packers anytime, man. This, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a purple and yellow podcast, baby.
0: Yes, it is. All right, running backs. Bijan, are you in or out at ADP? Um, out in redraft. I'm in. Uh, I'm in at ADP. Jamar Gibbs. In or I'm out? In. I'm, in. I'm in. Zach Charbonnet. In. I'm in. I'm in. All right. Now, I, I still want to bring up some guys in redraft. Um, Kendre Miller, Devon A-Chain, Tank Bigsby.
1: I'm out on Kendra for this year. I'm in <laughs> on Tank Bigsby for sure. And A-Chain has a shot, but it could. there's a lot of different outcomes. But he's worth a shot. Garrett? I
2: am out on Miller and A-Chain, and I'm in on Bigsby.
0: I would say... I, I'm, I'm willing to throw a last round pick on Kendra Miller and I'm in on Bigsby and I'm in on a chain. Again, you got to target rookie running backs and rookie wide receivers right. because those are the ones that win you leagues. Um, so you might as well just have them on the end of your bench. It seems um, like there's a about,
1: lot this year too. Just a lot of good absolutely committee rookie running backs.
0: Um, I'm going to name out some some lower name Dynasty guys. You let me know who you like for these running backs. Roshan Johnson, Ty J Spears, Sean Tucker, Deuce Vaughn, Evan Hull. Um, some fun names that have risen up here in, in Dynasty. Who do you yeah. like?
1: I, I really like all these guys, honestly. Um, I particularly like Tajay Spears. I think he has shown how good he looks. I think, you know, he's going to be a short-term guy, but he's going to be multiple years, and I love Roshan, and I think Sean Tucker is a great dart throw, but he doesn't have a lot of high upside, I don't think, because the Buccaneers offense can be rough. But I like all three of these guys, honestly, or all three of those, and Deuce Vaughn and Evan Holler, are fine.
2: I think I like Deuce Vaughn the most. Um, wow. I, uh, I mean, I, I – Maybe not in redraft so much, uh, but dynasty for sure. I mean, I think they just franchise tag Tony Pollard, right? Or was it uh, a short contract? Yeah, no, it's one. He's
0: one year franchise tag,
2: exactly. So I think I mean, if if Deuce Vaughn, (laughs) he looks really good. He's tiny, but like if he can play that Darren Sproles role, like I don't,
0: I think that he could absolutely be used in this offense. If Deuce Vaughn were to put on fifty pounds. He'd be my favorite running back of all time. <clears throat> um, that said, I just don't think he can hold up uh, at what, 5'5 five, five and 175 pounds? <laughs> like, you need to be a 200 to 10 pound running back to survive in this league. And although his tape is incredible, I'm out on Deuce Vaughn. I think this year, Redraft Evan Hull, great last round pick for Indy. Uh, but I do, I'm, I'm in on, I'd say, of these guys, Roshan the most. I kind of like his value in dynasty. Um, quick, let's get to tight ends and quarterbacks. Um, just let me know if you're in um, on uh, redraft. I won't even talk about dynasty. Um, Dalton Kincaid in or out.
1: I'm very tentative about rookie tight ends, but I'll. I'll, uh, I'll... At ADP or in, in general? At ADP. Probably out.
0: I'm out. Sam Laporte. Out. I'm in. Out. Michael Mayer. I don't oh. think these last two are worth reading, Zach. They're both out. <laughs> I would say of any of these guys, Musgrave might be the guy I'm in on this year just for that Packers offense. They have such terrible receiving weapons. They are a bad team. They are not good. That said, Luke Musgrave. Yeah.
1: You feel terrible if any of these guys are your number one tight end. That's the thing. It's it's got to be like a bench shot that you hope pans out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you should draft tight ends is my guy, uh, Cooper, Um, yin yang tight end theory. I'm sure you guys are familiar, right? No, you should. So, so if you miss out on, uh, on one of the top guys, you know, your Travis Kelsey, your Mark Andrews, you should be targeting a yin tight end and a yang tight end that's kind of like a safe guy you can start the first couple weeks and then a high upside guy that can win you the league later in the season Um, and so if you're going with the two tight end approach fine take your second tight end as a rookie but otherwise don't waste your time um quarterbacks bryce young cj stroud anthony richardson you in on any of them at adp in redraft i would consider a flyer on richardson
1: yeah, same. It's just that's it's kind of similar to be a yin and yang. Like I'd start with a safe pocket passer and then have Richardson as my second quarterback because you don't know how rough it's going to be those first couple weeks. And but you I might need to draft learn.
2: Richardson first. If I if I pick Richardson at QB 12 and then I pick Kirk Cousins or Daniel Jones right after at quarterback 14,
1: Gino
2: and or Gino, I, I, maybe not Gino or Aaron Rodgers even. I mean, I, I'd consider all those guys, I guess, um, as, as a good like two quarterback team there. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that the guy who's going to outperform his ADP is is Bryce Young. Um, I think that, you know, if you're in a really big league, deep league, like having Bryce Young as your second quarterback, uh, I mean, he's probably going to be a waiver pickup at some point, you know, if he's having a a good season. But Anthony Richardson, too rich for me. His college tape's terrible. Um, You know, love the upside in, in Dynasty. And that's why I got him in our best ball draft, boys. But. You know ADP, there's still really good guys there, so I'm, I'm out. Right. Um, and that's it. That's that's all the rookies, baby. Woo, nailed it. Um, well, I think that uh, we we've got a few more segments that we wanted to get into here. Um, I I know that we like to talk trades that we make, and we're all in the dynasty league together, so I let I. Feel like, we should recap some of the trades that have happened in the offseason that we've been a part of. Yeah, um, I'll go off first. I traded Mike Williams, um, Elijah, Moore, no, Elijah Mitchell, and a late second for Rashad White. Um, let me let me tell you the reasoning here first of all, it's impossible to sell Mike Williams in Dynasty, no one wants him. <laughs> There's 12 teams in the league, we know. zero teams want him.
1: Like, two years, um, we're trying.
0: Second of all. <laughs> Um, I like Rashad White. He's, he's, uh, you know, a good guy, good target at running good back guy. For Good guy. He's a really good guy. He's he's good really good guy. <laughs> and uh, I needed to cut 10 spots from my roster. I had, I was over on my roster by 10 <laughs> spots. So a three for one trade was, it was a no brainer for me. Uh, I'd made another three for one trade for something smaller later that day. And so I cut down four players out of my 10 in one day. It was beautiful. Nice job. I
2: think I think that's a solid trade. I, I think that Rashad would admit, I think. Yeah, he, ha- he has the upside to uh, just be a very solid player, especially in Dynasty, if he can hold on to the control of that running back position. We know he can catch the ball, he could rock up some points. But I think it's not a bad trade. I, I mean, I understand why the other guy did it also, yep. and the McCaffrey owner especially. But yeah, I think it's a, a solid trade.
1: Yeah, I think I take the Mike Williams side of this, but again, like, I also get wanted to get off a player, and you need running back on your team, and he's young and he's got upside. So you know, I needed running back. He
0: needed wide receiver. Um, you know, he had McCaffrey as his RB, so Elijah Mitchell's a good handcuff. It, it worked out win-win for both guys, I think. For sure. Yeah, Braden, you were a lot more active. Uh, take us through some of your trades. <laughs>
1: Been a roller coaster, fellow. So um, I had been talking to Justin about getting a running back. I, I felt like that was kind of my weak point as I needed to stabilize my running back room. So I traded my 105 pick, which ended up being QJ, Greg Dolcich, which to me was tough. I really believe in Greg B and still do. Uh, Sky Moore, Claypool, A.J. Dillon in 25 seconds. So basically a ton of value, but you don't know which ones are going to pan out. For Najee, uh, James Conner, and Rashad Bateman. Taking a shot on Bateman to be the number one potentially. Who knows? um and so do you want me to continue on like the whole string or do we want to stop on this one just first?
0: just let me know if you if you like the value or if you think it's gotten better or worse over time
1: okay yeah I mean I think the the Jalen Warren fears of Najee are a little overblown I think he's talented he's going to get on the field but this you know I don't think he's just going to overtake him and be the bell cow. Najee's going to be sitting on the bench but you know to me Najee isn't he's a floor play he's not an upside running back to me Um, but I needed it to stabilize my running back room. And it also led to moves that I was able to make later that, you know, I felt improved my team.
0: Yeah. So what were your next moves?
1: So from there, um, I was able to trade my 24 first, which I hope is a late first, uh, and Jordan love and Darnell Mooney for Amari Cooper.
0: Incredible. trade. This one one took me off guard. I thought it was a terrible trade. It's fair. Um, but, but Garrett, it thought it was an awesome
2: trade. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Braden is guaranteed to be 10 through 12 this year um, with, with, with his roster. Um, so, like, if you're giving up pick 10 through 12, uh, I mean, you're adding Amari Cooper as your fourth receiver, especially now after this next trade you're going to talk about. But at the time, you might have been your fifth receiver. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, that's, that's incredible depth and someone that's great to be able to plug in um, when you need to. I, I think that You've dominated this dynasty league so far, and you just keep making <laughs> moves to make your team significantly better each year. I'm also <laughs>
0: biased because I don't own. Well, so that's not true. I, I haven't drafted a single Brown player, Cleveland Brown player, all year in any league, any best ball. I'm out on the Cleveland Browns. Um, fade. So,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Amari Cooper, he's not on any of my teams. I do own Injoku in this team, and I'm just trying to sell him at his adp if anyone will give me what he's actually worth i will immediately ship him off for any fair trade that's offered so <laughs> that's Joku, you know <laughs> he's 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 yours if you want him and cool. brayden you made one more trade after this uh, that really just dominated the league <laughs> yeah dominated yeah we'll see how it ends
1: up turning out but yeah this kind of all it's kind of funny how these built off of each other because i don't think i would have made it been able to make any of these moves without the previous moves But because I had a free running back, because I made that Najee trade, I felt like I was able to, and I gained Amari, I was able to move both Ramondre Stevenson and Amari Cooper for Cooper Cup, Gabe Davis, and Dalvin Cook. And, yeah, it's great. Um, Oh, well, here, I'll let you guys say your reactions.
2: I, I mean, again, this is exactly what, what I'm talking about. Let's move um, on to the 24 season. Yeah. Oof. I mean, if, if Cooper Cup didn't have this injury scare at all, it'd be a significantly better trade. But he's your wide receiver three behind Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. I think you're going to be okay when Cooper <laughs> Cup plays in the, in the last six weeks of the season and you
0: have all three. It's, it's, it's league over. If if Cooper Cup plays in the playoffs for Braden, he can't, you know, get under hundred and fifty points a week. It's so impossible, you know. It's not possible. Excellent work, Braden. Uh, you I did a great it. job moving your your roster this offseason. Garrett, what did you do? I had
2: kind of a crazy week. Um, My my first one started off with just a massive dynasty trade.
0: Uh, This is in a a different league than the different
2: different league. So I had uh, I got I was offered two firsts for Tyreek, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm intrigued." But my team is terrible. My only (laughs) running back on my roster is Ramondre Stevenson. I got to do something. (laughs) He added two more firsts, or I added two more firsts, and I took back Saquon and Hawk. So Tyreek Saquon and Hawkinson
0: for four firsts, a second, and Isaiah likely. I mean, that's a great splash move, and I love the value for you. I
2: Your mean, team went from a
0: bottom feeder to a beast, adding Tyreek, Saquon, and Hawkinson.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I loved the value that I got. Um, I, I, th- I think my team is – my starting lineup is Fantastic. My bench running backs are horrible. I need Ramondre and Saquon Barkley to be healthy all year or I'm screwed. Uh, hey. So I made I made a little small follow-up trade of Daniel Jones for Brian Robinson. But no,
0: I like that move for you.
1: There you go. Yeah, I know. And I think that the context added to it too when you said that, I was like, it, are these like all of us first for the next like four years? But the fact that you still have a couple firsts this year to get good young wide receivers or maybe an Anthony Richardson or something like that, it's like, it makes a lot of sense. So it, I yeah. got
2: QJ and Anthony Richardson. I was, I, was, I was pretty happy about it. For sure. No, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a good offseason. Moves.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love trades in Dynasty. Everyone should be active and look to do it. It's a fun thing to, you know, talk about in the offseason and you know to actually make moves. Nice adrenaline rush. Um, there are players in our leagues that are impossible to trade with and guys you either got to shit or get off the pot. I'm going to say it like either engage in a dynasty team or leave the league because you're not helping anyone go off shots fired. Oh take, life, take this seriously. All right. Um, oh man. That's, that's my hot takes for, for dynasty. Um, fellas, I know we're, we're getting into the, the end of the pod here, but there's still a little bit that we, we can still talk about. Um, Best ball exposure. We did this last year. We talked about guys that we liked in best ball that we actually drafted. And um, I think we should just take us through here quick. A few of the the guys that we like in best ball that are on a bunch of our teams all started off, you know, I drafted 23 teams this year. That feels like an embarrassingly high amount uh, <laughs> considering I had like five or 10 last year. Uh, but I've got Khalil Herbert and Pierre Strong at 39% owned in all of my leagues Michael Mm -hmm. Thomas, 34%. Daniel Jones, David Montgomery, P. Ryan, all at 30%. And then uh, Kendra Miller, KJ Osborne, Chris Olave, Greg Dulcich, Kyle Pitts, and Cooper Cup at 26% of my leagues. These are guys that I'm in on best ball. How about you?
1: All right. Well, I realize from looking at the amount of teams you guys draft, I need to pick it up here the last week or so (laughs) because I'm I'm a little behind and my percentages are a little uh, skewed. But... Um, so for my top ones, my top one is Michael Gallup, which I actually get because he's always been one of my last picks, because I'm like, what if he's the second wide receiver? He could be unlikely, but possible. And then rashid Shaheed and Tank Bigsby are my forty-six percent. I got Ryan Tannehill, Cooper Cup, David Njoku, Jordan Addison, Roshan Johnson at thirty-eight percent. And then after that it was a big
2: um, I have twenty two teams right there with you, Zach. But I ran out of money and I swore to not put in another dollar, <laughs> and I haven't. So I've, I've somehow made it this far. Uh, but I walked away with Dalvin, Dalvin Cook at fifty percent, Raheem Mostert at forty five, Garoppolo at thirty six, JSN Pickens, Adam Thielen and Conklin at thirty one, uh, Devonte Adams, Miles Sanders, Charbonnet at twenty seven.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. It's good to spread out your exposure, but it's fun to see who the guys are that you end up with the most in leagues, and, and hopefully they end up hitting this year, fellas. Um, <clears throat> before we get to the munchies, I want to re- revisit some of our early off-season takes. Like I said, you know, we did that episode right after the draft, what, three months ago, um, and so we, uh, we said some things then that I want to know if you regret saying that or uh, or if you stand by it. So, Garrett, can I take you through a few of uh, your offseason takes? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You said Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall will be top five at the position with the addition of Rodgers. You stand by that? Uh,
2: I, I stand by the Garrett Wilson side. I think that he's got that potential. I, I can't say the same for Brees with bringing in Dalvin, but, I mean, I think you has got potential.
0: All right. You also said DeAndre Swift is going to be an RB1. Very confident he would own that Eagles' oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's not going to be an RB one. Uh, he could be an RB two.
0: Okay, uh, you got Miles Sanders is going to be a good fit in Carolina. You still like? Miles I
2: s- stand by it, but his ADP has gotten quite high.
0: Okay. And last but not least, Odell will not live up to the hype. Most likely a third or fourth receiving option. Absolutely stand by this.
2: <laughs> no question. This is an anti OBJ up- poet podcast. <laughs>
0: OBJ <laughs> was hyped up for a week there in Ravens camp, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, All right, season. Braden. You ready to recap some of your takes? Let's do it. Rashad Penny is going to outscore DeAndre Swift. I'm standing by it. You know, I, I said that I agreed at that time and I still agree. Yeah, <laughs> Rashad Penny over <laughs> over Swift. Uh Brandon Cooks is not washed. He will help open the offense for Dallas.
1: Still stand behind it for sure.
0: I agree, man. Brayden, you're a two for two in my mind. (laughs) Um, Darren Waller will be the number one target in the offense. If healthy, that's a smash. (laughs) Sticking
2: with it, baby.
0: You were were with it early. Nice, Nice job there. Hopefully it's, you know, right. Irv Smith has a chance to be a late round hit. He's still in on Irv in the last round. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> no one's gonna draft him. Like, why would you? Yeah, yeah you don't it's need like a draft a there. Owned guy there. I feel like. Uh, last but not least, Bijan lands in a smash spot in Atlanta. Nothing's changed, right? That's yeah. a great
1: spot. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think run he
0: first pass. team. He, he's gonna do well there. All right. Um, do you exactly. want me to read yeah, off my takes, or I'll, Gary I'll read
2: off yours? Yeah, please do. Uh, Tampa Bay receivers are still good enough to start,
0: but you'd rather have Godwin's over Evans, I think. I I mean, at ADP, I would switch that. I'd rather have Evans around later than Godwin. All right. All <laughs> but right. I, so, I would still draft them if they fall. Uh, David Montgomery's a value pick.
2: 18 touches a game, upwards of 17 touchdowns.
0: <laughs> GD, I stand by it, Gary. Let's go. I mean, that's a that's a lofty goal, but that's what Jamal did last that's, year. That's what Jamal did last year. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe you take a couple touches less and a couple touchdowns less, but no, that's go, a perfect you, – You're still buying.
2: Go for right, Garrett Blunt on this season. <laughs> uh, D- D- DJ Moore will either be, take the Bears' offense to the next level or they'll continue to suck. Either finishes top thirteen or outside the top thirty.
0: Yeah. I stand by it a hundred percent. I think he's top thirteen or outside top thirty. He's either gonna, yeah, it's a perfect takes. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think
2: you're I think you're probably right. Let's go. Uh, Charbonnet could get fifty five to sixty percent
0: of the carries. Um. Yeah, I'll stand by it. Why not? Charbonnet could do that. That's his ceiling. He could do that.
2: Yeah, I see it for sure.
0: See, it shows that me and Braden were so plugged in that that we still stand by <laughs> our takes. And Guys, like, oh, man, I I,
2: oh, I, sw- I don't know if it was that one or the pre-draft. I think it was the pre-draft one. I did I did not look at fantasy once before <laughs> we had to, had the conversation.
1: That was hilarious. Um, I do remember there was one take I had on Javante that ended up looking really bad. Now it was like. Sean Payton says that Javante's going to avoid the pup, and I was like, call me skeptical. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: right, that's right. But I'm happy I'm
1: wrong about that one because I love Javante.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, fellas, we made it to the end here, and it's time for the first munchies of the season. This week, we are hopefully starting with a banger. None of us have tried this before, but it is the Reese's popcorn. Reese's on popcorn. I mean, this
2: this can't be bad. (laughs) I I don't think it's possible.
1: Yeah, this is why we do the podcast. Let's be real. It's not necessarily about the fancy football. We've seen a reason to eat this stuff. Bottoms up.
2: Wow. No yeah. That's it. Wow. Are you in
0: or out? Absolutely in. I'm in. 1000%. <laughs> this has 100% enhanced the popcorn, but is it an elite status now? Yes or no?
1: Oh, that's so tough. It's like on that border. Like, I could go either way. I'm going to, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to call it elite. Let's go.
0: Garrett? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I, if I'm ready to anoint <laughs> it. So let's let's see where you guys rank this on a scale of 1 to 10. Who wants I,
2: to I, I, I came in, in, a, in tonight thinking that I wasn't going to love this. And I think out of all of my takes in the offseason and that take, Prior to eating this, this was the most incorrect. <laughs> this, okay. is, this is absolutely phenomenal.
0: All right, what score do you I'm give it? A
2: number? I'm giving it high. I'm going like nine four.
0: Ooh, okay. we to start the season. Let's go. I'm gonna go nine one 9 one for Brayden. And here's the thing for me, guys: popcorn for some people is like just a delicacy they love to eat popcorn and they eat when they have it they eat a lot of it and this bag seems like the type of bag you could just crush in one sitting um that said i'm gonna give it an 8.4 8.4 you know i really enjoy it but popcorn's not my go-to snack fair um but would you guys consider crushing this entire bag in one sitting? Yes. Yeah. A <laughs> <I agree. laughs> like third of the way through. I'd it. love to see that. That is an average score of nine point zero for the the Reese's popcorn. Thanks for thanks for joining the pod tonight, guys. It was uh, it's fun to get back into. It.
2: Can't wait, ne- ne- guys! Where'd next that? week we're doing a week one episode. We're doing our picks of the week i can't believe this came up this quick it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible we get to watch the vikings yeah eight days nine
0: days this is crazy wow
1: and we're doing our picks for the year right we're doing our our,
0: our guys
1: guys. oh man i'm excited it's gonna be a fun year boys
0: dank flex plays another round of the munchies cannot wait um they came up fast but it's gonna be a lot of fun so Until we uh, talk again next week, Uh, later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes.